Here's Charlene Steinkamp. May we know that we need to celebrate Jesus. We need to celebrate the holidays and expect your spouse to come home. Expect them to pop in. You've never seen them if you don't know where they're at. Possibly this is the month because we've got thousands and thousands of people praying for prodigals to come home. And that is the most important time we need to pray for a revival for our nation. We need to pray that God is going to bring back what the enemy has stolen. We need to pray for revival for our marriages. We need to pray for the prodigals and the standers who are alone and having to go through this. Now, I know your finances are tight. I know you maybe have had to split up your Christmas decorations. I understand that. We've been there, done that. Pull out your decorations. If you have a manger scene, pull it out. If you have a little manger scene that you can put on your dining room table, bring it out. You can go to Salvation Army stores. You can go to churches that have hand-me-down stores. And somebody's trash is someone else's treasure. We're going to start asking God to bring decorations and all the things that you need for Christmas bring them to you. We're going to pray that men and women will go and share the love of Jesus in your church and around wherever you are. If you need help to put up your lights, if you need help to put up your decorations, call your church and tell them if anybody offers to help single moms or dads, I've got some things that need to be done. And you will be surprised Start praying about it. Ask God to send somebody over to help you. We want to be careful that we do not open a door with a man coming over and helping a lady by themselves. It would not be proper, but I want you to know that where there's two or three, four people there, you'll be safe and the enemy cannot work at destroying another marriage. We just need to be sensitive to what the enemy's tricks are. We always decorated our house It was a very big time in our family. We always put a nativity scene in the front yard and lighted it, and we always put up the Christmas lights. That was Bob and the children's responsibility. Tim, our oldest, would get up on the roof, and it would be not a problem getting on the roof to help Dad put the lights on. But little Tom had trouble, and he would get very scared. Bob would always say, Daddy won't let you fall. Trust me. That's what I'm saying to you today you feel like that you're about ready to fall off the face of the earth and that the whole world is crashing upon you. But remember, your Heavenly Father won't let you fall. And He's right there with you, and He wants to hold your hand with His righteous right hand. I remember with our children, we all go out and lay out all the lights and unsort them. The boys would climb the ladder and help Daddy on the roof. Remember that your Lord is wanting to help you decorate and celebrate his son's birthday, and he won't let you fall. So many times, Bob would say to the kids, trust daddy, daddy won't let you fall. In Proverbs chapter three, verse five, trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. Don't try to figure this all out. Just take one day at a time, as Bob did when he had that stroke and he was paralyzed. You may feel paralyzed right now because of the divorce and the marriage problems, 
But God is going to turn this around to good. And God will get the glory and honor. God turns things around and people mature and grow. And our children are growing every day while we're going through all these problems. And we need to radiate the hope and the trust we have in our Lord Jesus Christ. But they need to grow up with good memories of the holidays. And it's up to you. It's your responsibility as a parent. I know that first Christmas, then when I was going through the divorce, I was a horrible example to my children of anger and bitterness and not wanting to celebrate the holidays, and I just barely made it. But my next Christmas, since the Lord had touched me, changed me completely, and I celebrated the holidays. I celebrated Jesus' birth. That's what I want you to do. I don't want you to go through a Christmas like I did. I want you to celebrate the holidays with your children, with your family, with your loved ones. Now, I'm going to ask you a question. Do you have unforgiveness for some of your family members' memories that you have from the past? Your family may have been wounded as a child. Your mother, your father, some tragedy may have happened that you have not had good memories for the holidays. I'm saying forget those memories. Put them under the blood of Jesus and forgive them and forget and move forward. Press on, it says. And forget the past and press on. And don't let the memories of your childhood ruin your future of your marriage and of your children's memories and all the memories that you can create. Because you did not have a good childhood does not mean you have to pass that on to your children. And that's what the exciting part is of God giving us second and third chances and for him doing miracles in your life and mine. One of the things that you can do for your children through the holidays is you can take them in the car and you can drive around and show them the Christmas lights. Also, another function you can do through the Christmas holidays is go and see live nativity scenes. And I know that they do them all over in many different places. But you may look to see if you can drive by and see a live nativity scene for your children. And it would be a tradition that you could start. I've learned to start praying a prayer for every family as you drive by these houses that are lit up. Because remember, so many people decorate their houses for Christmas, but they don't believe in Jesus. They do not know Jesus personally. They are celebrating for the commercialism of Christmas, but do not know Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior. Pray that every family you see that has their decorations up or their lights on, pray that they will come to know the true meaning of Christmas. They will come to know the Lord Jesus Christ. And it can be merry for you regardless of your family situations. Let me do an acrostic for you in Merry Christmas. M meaning marriage was ordained by God and he will not fail you. E is everything is possible with God. R is rest in the Lord and in his goodness. R, rely on him to meet your every need. Y, you cannot change your spouse, but God can. Christmas, the acrostic, is Christ was born and died for you. H, he wants you to be your comforter during these holidays. R, resist giving up on your stand because of the holidays. I, ignore the holiday circumstances that try to defeat you. S, stand on the promises of God. He does not lie. T, tell every fear and frustration to our Lord God who cares for you. M, make the Lord your focus and priority every day and not just the holidays. 
A, accept God's timetable for your marriage restoration. And S, soon we'll be hearing of your marriage being restored. Lori suggested a couple of ideas with children is gather some of your kids' friends together and visit a local retirement home to sing carols and be a blessing and you will receive a blessing. She just volunteered at her children's school and she said that will motivate your stand more than anything because you're around a room full of students that the statistics show half of them only have one parent at home. So if you've never volunteered at your children's school, that might be something you can do through the holidays or even any time of the year. Lori suggested getting several cute ornaments or small gifts from the dollar store and have them wrapped and have them with you in your house or in your car, and you can give them to special people that mean a lot to you. You as a mother or a father can think of different ideas and ask God to help you to be creative in doing different things for your children or grandchildren during the Christmas holidays. There are so many things if you will open your spirit to see all the different things that do not even charge. You can have snow fights, you can have snow parties, you can have hot chocolate parties, you can do so many different things. Let's learn to celebrate and ask God for his creativity this holiday season and for the other holidays that you will think of different ways to celebrate. There are magazines, there's books, there's Christian books that you can buy to help you if you need some additional help to be creative. We need to learn to celebrate the holidays and put memories into our families' lives. Even if it's you making a special cake or different traditions that you're going to start this year because you've never done it, holidays have been very painful for you. Then this year, let's say, Lord, show me what I can make as a special dessert or something to start breaking all the old memories of what your past has been. And let's start making some new positive memories and celebrate the holidays with the joy of the Lord. This Christmas, we want to remember in Isaiah chapter 9, verse 6, for to us a child is born, to us a son is given, And the government will be on his shoulders, and he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. May we remember that he is going to be your Wonderful Counselor. He's going to be your Mighty God. And it says in Psalm 147, verse 5, Great is our Lord, and mighty in power. His understanding has no limit. May the God of peace come into your home this year, and that you will say, Lord, bring your peace, your joy, your love into my home, and that we can celebrate this Christmas. I would like to share a poem that Bob wrote, and it's called The Night Before Christmas. Twas the night before Christmas, and up and down the coast, not a creature was stirring, maybe a praying stander at most. I was nestled all snug in my bed, Visions of my prodigal danced in my head. All of a sudden, there came such a boom, maybe a coconut hitting the Florida room. I jumped out of bed and headed for the phone. Oh, God, please help me. I'm scared and alone. Before I could dial, I heard the sweetest sound. Been a long time since that voice had been around. I know it's late, but I need to talk to you. With that other life, thank God, I'm through. Please forgive me for hurting you so. 
Do you want me? It's all right if you say no. Something really strange happened to me tonight. Under her tree, decorated with lights so bright, divorce your wife, my friends all told me to do. But tonight, I looked at the manger. God said no. Then Santa came, not in a sleigh, but in an old car. I watched him unpack. God, he's been so far. My gifts arrived, not carefully wrapped and tagged, but were those things he brought home in a bag. It was morning when up from our knees we came. My Christmas prayer is for you to have the same. If this Christmas Eve you're sad and alone, remember God's promise, prodigals do come home. When Bob wrote that, he sent it out as a devotional on Christmas Eve. It just meant so much to me because I remembered the Christmas Eves that I was alone. And I believe with all my heart that from this time on, God is speaking so very loudly to your spouse to tell them to come home. What is your greatest fear this Christmas? Divorce court, the possibility of your spouse entering a non-covenant relationship, your future, your finances, health problems, growing old alone. Tucked away in the Christmas story, as recorded in the Gospel of Luke, is a phrase that we often overlook on the way to the birth of Jesus. And the angel had visited Mary, who was troubled by her visit. But the angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary. You have found favor with God. Over and over again throughout the Bible, we hear God saying, Fear not. Do not be afraid. The Lord does not want his people to be fearful. In the quietness of this Christmas, in the quietness of receiving this teaching, I pray that you will admit to the Lord what your fears are and that you might hear a soft, small voice reassuring you, do not be afraid, dear one. You have found favor with God. He is right there with you. Let him be your Isaiah 54 spouse for this season. Well, I pray this week you will open your Bible and read Luke chapter 1 and 2, which are two of my favorite teachings, and I'll be teaching about them in Charlene Cares and doing our radio programs. But I just want to remind you, you have a choice every day. You can be like Zechariah, who was startled and gripped with fear when the angel said to him, Do not be afraid. Zechariah, your prayer has been heard. Your wife Elizabeth will bear you a son, and you are to give him the name John. But Zechariah questioned the angel and says in verse 18, it said, How can I be sure of this? I am an old man, and my wife is well along in years. And the angel answered, I am Gabriel. I stand in the presence of God. I've been sent to speak to you and to tell you this good news. And now you will be silent and not able to speak until the day this happens, because you did not believe my words, which will come true at their proper time. Oh, dear Stander, may you not be a Zachariah, doubting and not believing in the power of your Lord Jesus Christ. Stand and believe in what he has shown you. Ask him for scriptures and for a rhema word and ask him to show you his plan and purpose for your marriage. May you and I be like Mary. In Luke chapter 1, verse 28, we read, 
The angel went to her and said, Greetings, you who are highly favored. The Lord is with you. Mary was greatly troubled at his words and wondered what kind of greeting this might be. But the angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary. You have found favor with God. You will be with child and give birth to a son, and you are to give him the name Jesus. He will be great and be called the Son of the Most High. The Lord God will give him the throne of his father David, and he will reign over the house of Jacob forever. His kingdom will never end. How will this be, Mary asked the angel, since I am a virgin? And the angel answered, The Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. So the Holy One to be born will be called the Son of God. Even Elizabeth, your relative, is going to have a child in her old age, and she who was said to be barren is in her sixth month, for nothing is impossible with God. I am the Lord's servant, Mary answered. May it be to me as you have said. Then the angel left her. And then we remembered the stories upon her birth. Luke 1.45 was given to me at the very beginning of my standing for my husband. Blessed is she who has believed that what the Lord has said to her will be accomplished. Turn that around. Blessed are they who has believed that what the Lord has said to you will be accomplished. God will answer prayers. When he's given you a promise, stand on it. And then in Luke 1, it goes on, and Mary says, My soul glorifies the Lord, and my spirit rejoices in God, my Savior. From now on, generations will call me blessed, for the Mighty One has done great things for me. Holy is his name. She was praising the Lord that the Lord had visited her, and the angel had spoken to her and given her a plan for her future, a plan that was not in her making, but a mighty plan. I pray today that you will get excited about celebrate the holidays, about celebrating Christmas. I pray that you will understand the importance of this teaching, that you will learn that you need to celebrate. You need to praise the Lord. You need to thank the Lord every holiday, every day we're alive, that we celebrate and praise our Lord because he is in control and he can do mighty things through us if we will allow him. We need to take off that depression and oppression that is overwhelming you and let him give us the unconditional love and the joy of the Lord and the praises of the Lord. Turn on the music. Celebrate your Lord Jesus Christ's birth. Read through the Gospels, the stories of the wise men, of the Star of David. Read about the angels sharing the birth of our Lord Jesus Christ. Get excited, and I pray that you will never forget this Christmas, because this Christmas, your spouse may come knocking at your door. But regardless, you're going to celebrate the holidays, and you're going to be an example for all the people around you that you are different. You are a man or woman of faith, and we just give praise and glory that God will work mightily in your lives. We pray that you will celebrate the holidays. Let me close with prayer. Lord Jesus, we just praise you and we thank you. We thank you that this teaching tape is to encourage and give hope and pour back unconditional love into their hearts. 
We ask that you would heal that wounded, hurting heart that is so troubled, so burdened, so hurting due to the loneliness, the pain of being alone through the holidays, of how to get through putting up the Christmas decorations, how to celebrate Christmas Eve, how to celebrate Christmas Day, New Year's Eve, New Year's Day. Lord, may this be a year that we are going to be different. We are going to choose to get on our knees and say, Lord, make every one of these days a special day. Make every one of these days to be a memory that I will never forget because it was a day that was touched by you and that I will be able to help other people and be able to proclaim wherever I live that I am celebrating the birth of my risen Savior. Lord, I pray that you will give us a new year with new beginnings, with new goals, with new plans, with new purposes, that you will show us what you want us to do as a new step of taking the message that God heals hurting marriages at the end of this year and starting a whole new year that we will be a lighthouse and we will pray for revival for our nation. We'll pray for marriages to be restored and for marriage to be between one man, one woman for a lifetime. And that we are just going to be used by God in whatever way his plans are. And you can be used mightily if you will surrender your will and way and say, Lord, use me. I will go. You will choose to pick up that cross and follow him. Lord, I pray blessings upon this family. I pray blessings upon this stander. I pray that they will be set free from the bondage of not being able to celebrate or have the joy of the Lord. We pray that you will break off the yoke of bondage and set this person free, that they will be able to celebrate all holidays praising and worshiping their Lord and will give you the praise and the glory for all that you're going to do in restoring thousands and thousands of marriages, bringing thousands and thousands of prodigals home, thousands and thousands of rebellious teenagers healing their wounded hearts. May you touch our families and we'll just give you the praise, the glory, and the honor. In Jesus' precious name, amen. You've been listening to Charlene Steinkamp. You can write the Steinkamps at P.O. Box 10548, Papano Beach, Florida, 33061. The Steinkamps also invite you to visit their website at rejoiceministries.org.